Welcome to the Southside Community Church podcast with Pastor Mark Kahn. We are located at 1815 South Peace Street in Elwood, Indiana. Visit us on Facebook. The link will be in the description below. Have a great day. I want to go over to Esther chapter 4. That is the book right before Job. It's just a small book, just 10, 10 chapters. And uh, chapter 10 is really short. <clears throat> but I've been led uh, in the fourth chapter is what I wanted to read about. It kind of puts us right in the middle of the story. God will help us this morning. We'll, <clears throat> we'll try to get through this. <clears throat> Verse 1. And when Mordecai perceived all that was done, Mordecai rent his clothes and put on sackcloth and ashes and went out into the midst of the city and he cried with a loud and a bitter cry. Then came it even before the king's gate for none might enter into the king's gate clothed with sackcloth. And in, and in every providence, wheresoever the king's commandment and, the, and his decree came, there was great mourning among the Jews, and fasting, and weeping, and wailing. There's a difference between weeping and wailing. And many laid in sackcloth and ashes. And Esther's maids and her chamberlains came and told it her. Then was the queen succeedingly grieved, and she sent raiment to clothe Mordecai and to take away his sackcloth from him, but he received it not. Then Esther called <clears throat> for Hatchet, one of her, her one of the king's chamberlains. Chamberlains, who had an appointed to attend to her, and gave him commandment, and, she, and gave him commandment to Mordecai uh, to know what it was and why it was. What was going on here? What's all the mooring about, Mordecai? So Hashem went to Mordecai and to the streets of the city, <clears throat> which was before the king's gate. And Mordecai told him of all, and Mordecai told him of all that had happened unto him, and that the sum of the money of Haman had promised to pay the king's treasures for the Jews to destroy them. Also, he gave a copy of a writing of the degree that was given in Shushan to destroy them, to show it unto Esther and to declare it unto her, and to charge her that she should go into the king to make supplications unto him, and to make requests before him for her people. And Hashtag came and told Esther the words of Mordecai. And again Esther spake unto Hatchet, and gave him commandment unto Mordecai. And all the king's servants, this is what she said to him in the, in the message. 
all the king's servants and all the people of the king's providence do know that whosoever, uh, whether man or woman, shall come unto the king into the inner court who is not called, there is one law of his to put him to death, except such of whom the king shall hold out his golden sepulcher, <clears throat> and he may live. But I have not been called to come unto the king these thirty days. And then told, uh, then they told to Mordecai Esther's words. Then Mordecai commanded to answer Esther. Think not with thyself that thou shalt escape in the king's house more than all the Jews. Here's the key verse. For if thou altogether hold thy peace at this time, then shall there enlargement and deliverance arise to the Jews from another place. But thou and thy father's house shall be destroyed. And who knoweth whether thou art come to the kingdom for such a time as this? Then Esther blamed him to return to Mordecai this answer. Go gather together all the Jews that are present in Shishan and fast for me. And neither eat nor drink three days and night or day. And I also and my maidens will fast likewise. And so will I go in to the king, which is not according to the law. Now listen to what she said. And if I perish, I perish. So Mordecai went his way and did, and did accordingly to all that Esther had commanded him. Our dear Heavenly Father, we're so thankful this morning, God, for your word today. We're so thankful, God, for these stories, Lord, that's in your word. I tell you, they just touch our hearts, God. So we see your divine hand upon everything, Lord. So we pray, God, for just a few minutes, Lord, that you'll help us to say those things, God, that we need to say and touch us, Lord, today. And may our minds be here for just a little while. May, Lord, we lock out all the cares of this life and things that we're going to do, Lord, and the things that need to be done. And listen to your word, God, we pray, and you're speaking to us, Lord. We know, God, that we can't do it without your help. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> well, in this story, there are four main characters. <clears throat> and the first one is the king, which is Azuerus. It's a hard name to pronounce his name. And he became king, and it was in uh, his kingdom. And the time he started was from 486 to 465 BC. 
And he was the king of Persia. And he reigned over 120 providence. 120, 127, whatever. So in, the, in other words, he was a king from Ethiopia all the way to India. And this is when the Persians had overthrown the Babylonians, okay? And they was the greatest power now in, in, in that time on the face of the earth, okay? And, uh, th and then the second person in this story is Mordecai. He was a Jew from the tribe of Benjamin who had been carried away from Judah when Nebuchadnezzar invaded Judah and he ended up here in Shushan. <clears throat> Shushan. And he took in Hadasha, which was her Jewish name, but her Gentile name was Esther. Esther, the main character in the story, with Mordecai, <clears throat> she had lost her father and her mother. Probably, this is my own thinking, probably in the invasion of Judah when the Nebuchadnezzar invaded the city and, she, and her parents were killed. And she was just a little girl and her mom and dad was dead. And her dad was Mordecai's uncle. <clears throat> so Mordecai took her in and he loved her and he raised her as his own daughter and she grew up to be a young, beautiful woman and was fair to look upon. In other words, they were cousins. See? And he was so much older than her. I don't know how much, how much older he was, but he was old enough to take her in as a daughter and raise her and take care of her. He, there was a love for him. We'll find out why. I love for her. We'll find out later why. And then the other character in this story was, uh, was Haman. He was an arrogant man that hated the Jewish people. In, in his eyes, the Jewish people were the scum of the earth. And Haman was promoted to the king <clears throat> and become a, in a high position and the second under King Azuerus. In other words, he was basically the vice president. And uh, so he had so much power and so much influence. I want to try to get through this story as quick as I can here. <clears throat> if I read it, I might get sidetracked. So let me, let me try to explain it, okay? <clears throat> King Azuera huh, had been in power for three years, all right? And in his third year, I don't know what it is with these kings that are in the Bible, huh? but they want to show off their power. They want to show off who they are. So he went through all the providence of all the people and he took out all the counselors and the lieutenants and all the governors and all the important people that were in his kingdom from every providence huh and he brought them all together 
and had a great big feast and banquet. Huh? And he, and they, and he brought them all in about like Nebuchadnezzar did. Huh? When he, when he built the golden uh, statue, the image, you remember that? And everyone was to bow down and worship him, worship the image. And, and he brought all these people in. And I tell you what, it, it was a feast at a time that was unbelievable. It said it lasted for 180 days. <laughs> Food, my friend, and wine and drink and everything you could think of lasted that long. Huh? And they lived it up. And he showed off all of his power. And when that was over with, and it was done, huh? Then and all those went back to their all those important people went back to their to their home, to their state, back to their providence, huh? Then he had a party for everybody in the hometown. <laughs> there in Sushan. Okay? And he threw a party for seven days. And the scripture said, huh? That the king's royal wine flowed like water. <laughs> In other words, my friend, this was a drunken party. Huh? And they were living it up, my friend. And it said there, huh? In the seventh day, the king was married. In other words, he was drunk. <laughs> huh? And he called out his wife, if I can pronounce her, the queen. Vishta. It's V-I-S-H-T-I. That's what we'll call her. And he, and he said, he told his counselor and his servants, he said, go call the queen. Huh? I want her to come up. And I want her to dance for us. Huh? I want, I want to show her beauty. Huh? And I want her to dance in front of all, all my servants and all my counselors and all my people. Huh? She was having a banquet by herself with all the women. Huh? And he called her. It was the king's command. It was law. She was to come up and dance before her. And I want to tell you something about her. This is my opinion. She was a beautiful woman. I believe she was the fairest woman huh? in all the all of his all of, the, of his providence. Huh? And that's why he wanted her to come up. He wanted to show her off. So they could see her beauty. You know what she did? She said, no. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Huh? And the law was, he could have her killed instantly. And he was mad. And he was enraged. Okay? And, uh, His counselor and his people said, hey, well, wait a minute. He, he said, we can't have this. <laughs> if the queen disobeys the king, huh, then what's going to happen to all of our wives? Huh? What are they going to do? Huh? They're going to disobey us also. Huh? He said, we can't have this. He said, you're going to have to do something. He did. And he got rid of her. She was gone. Did not kill her. Didn't tell it that it that she was killed, but she was no more the queen, is what the scripture said. Okay? And then they had another ideal. I want to try to get through this. Pray for me. Because <clears throat> I want to get to the points that, that that are in this story. So, anyways, 
The next thing that happened was his counselor said, here's what we'll do for you, King. Huh? We're going to go out to every providence in all the land from Ethiopia to India. And we're going to gather all the beautiful, fair, young virgins and bring them before you, King. Huh? I mean, the ones, uh, in other words, it was going to be like a beauty contest. Okay? And they were all going to come before the king. Huh? And he was going to choose him a queen out of those people. Huh? And Mordecai. Huh? He, I don't know really what his job specifically was, but he worked by the king's gate. Okay? And I, and I believe that what it was something to do to let people in and out. He was, he was a servant of the king because it tells us in there he was to bow to Mordecai. We'll get to that in a minute. But anyways, huh? he heard this. What was going to happen, what the king's command was. And he knew huh, that Esther would be taken because she was so beautiful. Huh? A beautiful young woman. He knew that they would come and get her. And they did. Huh? And they took her into the king's palace. Huh? And, and, all, and all those other uh, beautiful young virgin women. Huh? And they, and they had to go through a purification process. Huh? They had to soak their bodies in oil. And, and there was so much to it. It was six months doing this and six months doing that before they were even qualified to go in. To the king? Huh? But you know what? In this whole book, God's name is not mentioned one time. Huh? God's name's not mentioned one time in the whole book. But God's all through it. She went in there, huh? And, and, they, and she was set, uh, uh, people were set over her and all those other young, young girls, huh? And, and, it said, the scripture said, huh, that, they, that Esther found favor in all their sight. Huh? So in other words, God had blessed her, huh, her beauty, and was going to use her for a purpose. Huh? And then it said, huh, that the time came and it was Esther's turn. To go in, huh? To see the king, and she went in to his chambers, and when he seen her, he not only took one look, and he fell in love, huh? He fell in love with her, and said, "I want you to be my wife and my." No sense of sending anybody else in. She's the one. And he married her. She became queen. Huh? And there was a couple men in the palace that was the keepers of the door. 
I know, I hope I ain't boring you guys out. <laughs> I want to get through this story, and I, in the end, I'll, I'll, I'll bring it out. Lord, help me. Okay? They were keepers of the doors. They didn't like what was going on. And they made a plot to kill the king. Okay? They were going to kill him. And Mordecai, listen, Mordecai was in a position, huh, to hear all these things. God had put him there for a reason and a purpose, huh? And he, and he, and he heard what was going to happen. Now see, now listen to me, huh? The big thing ain't happened yet. But you see, Esther's in power, all right? She's right below the king. She's a queen of, of, the, of the whole providences. Of, of, of his kingdom. Huh? And Mordecai the Jew is in a place to hear what's all happening. Okay? God put him there. Amen? And all of a sudden, he hears this plot of these two guys going to kill the king. So he relays, he can't go to Esther, he can't get through the gate. He, he, he's just a servant. It takes channels to get to the top. Huh? And he went and he took the channels and the message went up to Esther. Huh? And Esther told the king what was happening. And he found out and he hung those two men. Okay? And they wrote it in the book of the Chronicles. Everything that happens is written in the book. Huh? And they wrote it in the book of the Chronicles. Huh? And listen to me, huh? At that time, if it, it, when Mordecai done that, he should have been rewarded for his deed for saving the king's life, huh? But he, huh? It never happened. He was never rewarded. Okay. And then, after this. Haman goes in to the king. And this is before he came the second empire. He goes before the king. He's talking to the king. And they, I don't know what all their conversations was about. But anyway, he made him the second highest in power. All right, this evil man. Huh? This man that hated the Jews. And he put him in power and he made a law and a degree that all the king's servants and all the king's people were to bow down to Haman huh? every time he walked by. Huh? Every time he come across your presence, my friend, you better bow down to him. See, and that just added to all his arrogance and all his pride and all that he had in him that was evil. But the Scripture said that Mordecai never bowed. He never bowed. Why did he not bow? Because in the Jewish law, no man is to bow to any king. Huh? Just like the three Hebrew children. Right. You're going to bow down. And you're going to worship this golden image. Uh, he refused to bow down. Huh? And Haman's men seen it. 
and they confronted it to him. Huh? They said, you got to bow down just like we do, just like everybody else does. You're not exempt of this, you Jew. Huh? And they jumped all over him. And then finally, he didn't pay attention to them. Then who came, and they told Haman. And Haman walked by his presence one day. Hmm. He walked by his presence, and he seen Mordecai. And Mordecai bowed not before Haman. And he was so mad. Huh? He seen that Jew, Mordecai, and he hated his guts. Huh? And he went home and he told his family. He, he told his family, you know, he said, I've rose to power, huh? And I've got all this prestige and, and all these things, huh? And he said, and I'm in a great position, huh? I got people under me serving me, my friend. I'm right next to the king. He said, but all this is, is nothing if that, if that worthless Jew, Mordecai, don't bow down to me. You see? Huh? All, all that he had, he could have just pushed it off, but he couldn't, he couldn't handle it. He wanted full control over everybody's life. Sounds like our government, huh? And the White House and the people that are in it now. Huh? Going to tell us how to live and what to do and where to go and where not to go. Huh? And, and, and tell us to accept all the ungodly things that are happening in our nation. Huh? Wants us to bow down to their throne. Praise God. We only bow to one people, one person, and that's the Lord Jesus Christ. Sure. Yeah, right. Amen. Right. So he got mad. Huh? And his servants were in the home there, and his wife was, and she, she made a suggestion. She said, let's just do this. Just build you a gallow. Huh? In other words, a system that you hang people on. He, she said, Brent, build it about 50 cubits high and hang Mordecai on it. Just hang him up. Huh? Hang him before you go to this banquet. Huh? I know I'm kind of getting mixed up. But let me go back up this little bit. Huh? But the king. Huh? And he did build the gallows to hang Mordecai. Huh? But before that had happened, huh? before he came home, Esther had went into the king and made the petition. Huh? She knew now huh, that Haman had... had uh, had, well, this is after this. After this, in chapter 4 that I read, Haman, had, they had built the gallows and was going to hang Mordecai on it. Okay? But what had happened was, in the fourth chapter, when she found out what was going to take place, do you realize what this was? This was genocide. They were going to wipe out every Jew, huh, from the man and the woman to the newborn baby. Huh? They was going to kill them all. That was what was in the degree. That was what was in the the uh, the law that Haman had wrote himself. Let me find that here real quick. <clears throat> Read that to you. Let 
Well, that's what Mordecai had told her. Let me find that, if I can find it here. Here it is. And after these things, the king, uh, these say, did King Azariah promote Hannah, uh, or Haman, uh, to the seat above all the princes and the governor, and all the king's servants, and were all the king's gates, and they were all over him. <clears throat> and it said here, uh, if I can find it, uh, And this is another thing I wanted you to check this out. Let me let me find it here. And when Hannah and, and when Haman saw that Mordecai bowed not, nor did him reverence, then was Haman full of wrath. <clears throat> and he thought to scorn to lay hands on Mordecai alone, for they showed him uh, to the people that Mordecai, wherefore Haman sought to destroy all the Jews, were throughout all the whole kingdom. Of Azazer, as you as Azar, even the people of Mordecai, and this is when he planned to do this. <clears throat> in the first month, that is in the month of Nason, Nason, and in the twelfth year of King Azuerus, cast pure, that is the lot before Haman, from day to day, and from month to month, and to the twelfth month, and that is the month of Adar. And Hannah said to the king, Asherah, there is a certain people scattered abroad and, and dispersed among the people of all thy providence in thy kingdom. And the laws are and their laws are diverse from the people, neither keep thee the king's commands and laws. Therefore it is not is it not for the king to profit that they suffer them? If it please the king, and it be written, here it is. That they may be uh, destroyed, and I will pay ten thousand talents of silver to the hands of those who have the, the charge of this business to bring it into the king's treasure. And the king took his ring from off his hand, and he gave it to Haman and and the uh, the Jews' enemy. And the king said unto Haman, Listen, the silver is given to thee, and the people also. Okay. In other words, you can kill him. You got the king's command and the assignment and the sign in his ring. So do to them as whatever seemeth good. Okay. Now this is the decree. Huh? The decree was that every Jew in the providence was to be killed. Okay. And it was written, and they sent it out by horseback, camel. Whatever they could do to get it all over the province, it took some time to do that. Huh? And the day that Haman, I'll get, or Haman chose that date is very important. We'll get back to that in a minute. But anyway, um, so it all went out through all the providence and, and to all the Jewish families. Huh? And that's when all the wailing and the weeping and the crying and the sackcloth and the ashes Huh? had come to the people because Esther said this to Mordecai that we're going to fast for three days. We're not going to eat nor drink. Huh? And my maidens are going to do the same. Huh? Who knows? Maybe God will spare our lives. Huh? And then she said, I'm going to go into the king and make this known to him. Huh? Like she said, no one is to go before the king without a calling, without an appointment. If you go into the king without an appointment, he can have you killed. Huh? And she went in, 
But she said, as we read, if I perish, I perish. I want to tell you something. That's a true believer. That's a true Christian. Huh? Thank God for people that are like that. Go ahead and kill me, huh? but you're not going to take my faith and my religion away. Huh? You can destroy my body, <laughs> but then you don't have no power over me because I'm serving the one that can destroy both body and soul in hell. Right. Huh? And she huh, went into the king and king, with no appointment, huh, went into this inter uh, court there where he sat on the throne and he looks up and sees her. No appointment. No nothing. And he reaches out that sepulcher Huh? And she touches the end of it. That means come on in. She came on in, huh, and told the king what was happening. What Mordecai's plans was. He already knew it because he already made a degree. Huh? And all this time, listen to me, and I know I didn't say this. All this time, since she was a since she had went in, what went when Mordecai knew she was going to be called in. He told her, don't ever reveal who you are. Your Jewish heritage. Huh? Don't say who you are. Huh? But when she goes into the king, huh, and she tells about Haman's request to kill all the Jews, what he was going to do, then she says, these are my people. Huh? And the king realizes now. Uh, what's going on? And she said, I want to make a banquet. I want to have a banquet, a feast with just you and Haman and me. Uh, it's just going to be three of us here together. Okay? Anyway, I'm trying to get all this right. So in any way, uh, as, it, as it had passed on and went on, huh? God moves again. Listen. And the king, huh, can't sleep at night. <laughs> He's having a hard time resting and sleeping. Huh? Something's bothering him and something's troubling him. Huh? And basically it was God. Huh? But he didn't know what it was. He didn't know what was going on. So he had his servants. He said, go get the chronicles. Huh? And bring them up here and read them to me. Huh? And they brought the chronicles up and they opened it to the page huh? where the king was saved huh? by two intruders that planned on killing him. And it was Mordecai was the one that gave the word. <laughs> huh? Mordecai was just a keeper of the gate. Huh? No recognition, no nothing. Okay? The law has already been written to destroy every Jew. Huh? God's working on the king. Huh? And the king opens the book and the book of Chronicles and it shows that Mordecai saved his life. And he said, have we rewarded Mordecai for what he has done? And the servant says, no. He has, he has no reward. He said, well, he's getting a reward. 
God's moving. So he calls Mordecai in to reward him. Huh? And guess who is in, in, in the inner court? Huh? Him and Esther's there talking. And in the inner court, huh? He sees Haman. Huh? Then his servants said, Hey, Haman's in the inner court. He said, Well, let, let him in. Come on, let him in. He's fine. You know, he didn't have nothing against him. He was the one he chose to be his second man in charge. Haman says, I got this idea. Huh? He was going, he thought about it for him. He said, if it please the king, let the one that you rewarded, meaning himself, huh, be dressed in the finest array and on the finest horse with a crown. Huh? And prayed throughout the city. You need to read this book and read it slow. I probably ain't getting it all right anyway, but I'm getting close. Huh? So he so the king he suggested, and the king said, That's a good idea. Haman, that's exactly what we'll do, huh? He said, go and dress Mordecai and give him the finest robe and the best horse and put a crown on his head. And I want you to parade him out through the town and through the city so everybody could see it. (laughs) So it was just reversed. Huh? Boy, he was mad. (laughs) He was mad and upset. Huh? And time went on. Huh? And he boasted about his Mordecai, or not Mordecai, but Haman. He was so, so upset. And he was forced to honor Mordecai. <clears throat> Let me back up here. <clears throat> and then that's when I was, I was talking about the gallows. <clears throat> it said, and his wife uh, said to Mordecai to hang him in the gallows. And then the second time, when he comes back home, this is a statement she said to him. And I thought, wow, this. This is so true. She 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 noticed it. Her name was uh, Zishra. His wife said to him, "If Mordecai be of the seed of the Jews, before whom thou hast begun to fall, thou shalt not prevail against him, but shall surely fall before him." Huh? And so she's seen something there. And that, and told him, of course he, you know, he was bullheaded and hardheaded, didn't make any difference to him. So anyway, I know I got to quit. I'm going to get through this. So anyway, uh, they have this banquet, and uh, and it's Esther and the king and Haman, and they're all in there together. Let me read this to you real quick. And so the king and Haman came to the banquet with Esther of the queen. And the king said again unto Esther on the second day at the banquet of wine, What is thy petition, uh, Queen Esther? And it shall be granted thee 
and what is thy request? And it shall be performed even unto half of the kingdom. Then Esther the queen answered and said, If I have found favor in thy sight, O king, and if it please the king, let my life be given let my life be given me to my petition and my people at my request. For listen, she said this, for we are sold, and I and my people to be destroyed and to be slain and to perish. But if we had been sold as a bondman or a bondwoman, I would have held my tongue, although the enemy could not countervail the king's damage. And then the king, Azarus, answered and said unto Esther, the queen, Who is he? Who is he that, that maketh this plot to destroy your people? Basically, I'm adding this. Where is he that durst presume in his heart to do so? And Esther said, The adversary and the enemy is this wicked Haman. Then Haman was afraid before the king huh, and the queen. And the king arising out of the banquet of wine, I don't know, he sounds like he's stupid in, in a way. He should have known what all was about. And he, and he rises out of the banquet of wine and, and went into the palace of the garden. And, he, and Haman stood before, uh, stood up in the, uh, to make a request for his life to Esther the queen. For he saw that there was evil determined against him by the king. And then when the king returned out of the palace garden, and to the place of the banquet of wine, that Hannah was fallen upon the bed whereof Esther was. This is not a good scene. Then said the king, Will he force the queen also before me in, in this house? As the word went out of the king's mouth, they covered Haman's face. Huh? And the chamberlains said it and to the and and I can't pronounce his name, Harbara. One of the chamberlains said it before the king, Behold also the gallows, which are, 50, uh, which are 50 cubits high, which Haman had made for Mordecai, who had spoken good to the king before the king, standeth in the house of Haman. Then the king said, Hang him thereon. So they hanged Haman on the gallows, that were prepared for Mordecai, then the king was well precise, pleased. <clears throat> See how God turned it on around? Huh? And now he rewards Mordecai, and Mordecai, listen, becomes the second in power. He's in the position where Haman, the dirty evil Haman is, now Mordecai is, the, is that, in that position. God turned it all around. Huh? And now it was urgent. And it, was, it would, had to be done. The king reversed it. Huh? He reversed the degree to kill every Jew and slaughter them. It was reversed that they were not to, to kill them. That they were to be stay alive. Huh? And he said, and he gave the Jews authority. If anyone rebels against you, you're, you have my authority to slaughter them and kill them. So you see, it was just reversed. Right. Huh? And it said that Mordecai come, become greater and greater and greater. Huh? 
They, the people of all the providence, huh, feared Him. And they reverenced Him. Huh? They knew God was on His side. Amen? Amen. Praise God. And they went out as fast as they could. You know, they ain't like us. Your phone goes off, instant news. Right now. Something happens, bam. They send it over the, over the internet, uh, the towers. And we know right away what happened or what's going on. My gosh, they had to, they had to go on horseback, huh, camels for miles and miles and miles to get it done. But God's in that too. I want to tell you something this morning. God's timing is always right. It is always perfect and it's always right on. Yes, Amen. Amen. I'm going to sum it up. I know it was a long story. So anyways, it happened. They, they got the degrees. And the Bible said that those in, the, in those provinces, in those cities that were in charge... Their attitudes changed right now. Huh? They turned huh, towards the Jew and favored him and give them whatever they wanted. Basically, it doesn't say that. Huh? But they want to be their friends now. They're going to kill them before, but now they want to be their friends. They want to be in favor with them. And it said that many, many of the people huh, became Jews and turned into Jews and wanted to be Jews huh? to spare their lives. Some of them fought against them and they slaughtered them. The Jews slaughtered them with a sword and killed hundreds of thousands of them. Amen. I don't know if I got anywhere in this story or not. <clears throat> Let me read this to you. And this will sum up the story to you. <clears throat> The plot of this story was that Haman hated the Jewish people and his plan for them was genocide to wipe them out. His work was of the devil. He rises to power and becomes a second man under the king and he makes a decree at which the king and seals it with the king's ring to slaughter all the Jews and the people and all of his providence of the kingdom from the newborn to the old this was this was not just a thought in his mind but was going to happen on the very on a very certain day but before Haman came up with this evil plan God is already working to destroy it and reverse the plan. God's divine hand is used on a man named Mordecai who became a slave when in Babylon overthrew Judah and he puts him Listen, like I said, at the king's gate to work so that he can gather all the information of the king, of the king's business. <clears throat> in the meantime, <clears throat> he takes in Esther 
when she was a little girl and raises her as his own daughter. And God blesses Esther with beautiful looks and is the, <clears throat> the fairest virgin in all the land. Then the king has a, a, a party and takes <clears throat> his wife and tells his wife to dance and she refuses to dance in Shushan. <clears throat> and then he casts her out. <clears throat> and this opens the door <clears throat> for Esther to become queen. And being in the queen's, uh, being the queen, she had more power and influence over the king than anyone else in the kingdom. <clears throat> so she, so we see that Mordecai has the ability to gather all the information, and Esther is <clears throat> is, and Esther has the influence over the king and his degrees. <clears throat> God works in powerful ways that we know little about and how true that is. I want to read this psalm here. This psalm kind of summed it up. Find it here. <clears throat> this is in Psalms 121. It says this. I will lift up my eyes into the hills from where cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He keepeth thee, will not slumber. Behold, he keepeth Israel. Listen, he did in this story, and shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. That means the protector. The Lord is thy shade upon the right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. He did it here in the story. And the Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth, even forevermore. Amen. Ain't you thankful this morning that we got a God that's watching over our lives? Praise the Lord. And then I thought of this here. <clears throat> if we live in the center of God's will for our lives. He will put us in a position or at a post where He can use us for His purpose and what He wants to accomplish in us for His will. If you don't get anything else out of the story, get that. Huh? You see, the surrendered life of the Christian is under God's will. Amen? And God has a purpose and a reason. Huh? Do you think Esther wanted to go in that palace? you think she wanted to go in there and live where she lived? No way. She would like to stay in that little hut. Huh? 
stayed there and there, and, and, and she was, a, you know, they were prisoners, huh? It was a foreign land. She would have rather stayed in there. But God had a purpose, and she yielded to the purpose. Amen. Mordecai had a love for God, huh? Mordecai came from the tribe of Benjamin, huh? And he loved the Lord, and he loved his people. God set him in a position huh, and used him. God wants to use you and me today, his people. Huh, for what purpose? What is the purpose of this Southside Community Church today? Why are we here today? Huh? What is our purpose? It is to win the lost for Christ and get as many souls saved before Christ comes back again. Huh? Listen to me. Listen to this. Those people in, in Azarus's providence and all where he ruled, they were facing physical death. Huh? They were going to be killed. And I want to tell you something. The people of this world are lost. Huh? And they don't know God. And they're going to face an eternal death separation from God forever in a place called hell where the worm dieth not and the fire is not quenched. That's in the book. That's not my saying. Huh? So whatever you do, I, th I think of Kylie and I think of Reagan, the young girls that they are, whatever God calls you to do, whatever God puts on your heart, follow that. Right. Amen. I tell you, it's more blessings huh, than the world could ever put out. God has a plan for you two young ladies. I appreciate you so much and love you. <clears throat> but here's how we got to live in the center of God's will. Because Esther and Mordecai had no idea what was going to happen. But God put them in a position to use them to save many people alive. That's what the church is for. Uh, to reach the lost. To save them alive. To pull them out of the fire. Amen. That they might find the Lord Jesus Christ. And be saved and transformed. And changed forever. huh? And walk with him. And have the joy and the peace. The wonderful peace that we talked about this morning. huh? And then when this life's over. <laughs> there's a heaven that awaits. Amen. Songwriter said, when we've been there 10,000 years, like I said, he said that huh? because there'd be no more time, but he said it because we're kind of human. Mm -hmm. We kind of look, we, we're kind of based things on the human perspective. And we see time and years and we think, wow, 10,000 years. It'll be a lot longer than that. It'll be eternity. <clears throat> Wesley Adcock, I know I told you this. He was a great evangelist. He was in my dad's time. Brother Gamlin and Sister Gamlin that pastored here, they sang in his revivals. Huh? One guy asked him one time, he said, Preacher, he said, how long is eternity? How long is it? Can you explain it to me? And Wesley Adcock said, it's a straight line with both ends knocked out. <laughs> so it never ends. Amen. Praise God.